What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Hollywood Already Did It, your movie podcast for reboots, remakes, sequels, adaptations, and anything else that's been done at one point and is being done again to see why, if there's any reason for this drove of unoriginality <laughs> that sometimes is original, but who knows? As always, I'm your host, Blake Schultz, and with me is Terrence Tatum. Hello, everyone. And we are going to be talking about what is sort of an original movie, but is still an adaptation of a character, but is also a continuation of a DC universe that might go away, but it might not. It's a fun time at Warner Brothers. Who knows what will exist and what won't. Uh, Black Adam, a movie The Rock was cast in, and I believe 2007. 15 years. So we've uh, we've been at this for a minute, uh, but it's here now, and uh, you can tell that it was maybe even written 15 years ago because I've seen every play in this book. I've seen every single thing going on, but uh, let's get into it. What did you think of the movie? Oh, Black Adam. Um, we have to, I think you and I should preface this a little bit in that we were at a theater uh, in L.A., where the movie was introduced by Black Adam himself. Uh, and so we had a bit of an excitement going into the film. Oh, I, I mean, audience would have. yes, people were cheering <laughs> and screaming and we were all very excited to see The Rock and he talked to people yeah. and he told stories and he gave people hugs and he, it was a time. The, if you smell what The Rock, I, I, it was great. Yeah, was good that time. was an incredible um, experience that I'm very happy to have. <laughs> I was yeah. upset because we've now mm. been to that theater twice when a celebrity's dropped in. And when it was Daniel Craig for No Time to Die, Daniel Craig was just like, here's the movie. IMAXs are fun. See ya. And there weren't commercials. And Warner Brothers had the gall to peddle their upcoming wares. <laughs> And then still bring The Rock out and then still and do the then, Nicole Kidman. And, and then, then I was like, we're going to be here till 1.30 because Warner <laughs> Brothers is like, don't you want to see The Conjuring 8? And it's like, get the f out of my face. We can see The Rock in the wings. They played every single Oh my God. You would have thought there was a, a board of directors meeting happening behind us. I was so mad. Um, the audacity. <laughs> Yeah, it was a lot before that. We basically had like a good 30 minutes before the movie actually began. Um, but that being said, the film started and uh, the excitement kind of waned a bit for me. <laughs> um, I did not have that same roller coaster high that I was on when I came in because of the, the announcement. But it's fun. It, 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 it knows what it is. It's a very much a... Um, Check your mind at the door. I don't have a script. We're just going to watch people punch, punch, kick for about a good hour. I don't know, maybe an hour 40. I don't know how long the film was, but uh, it goes by quick. You don't really check your watch. You're just like, oh, none of this has any weight, merit, and there's not telling me too much of a story. We're just like, let's just watch people beat the crap out of each other. Much in the way of like Godzilla versus Kong or like the Clash of the Titan movies where it's like, oh, this is a summer experience film, no script. And when you leave the theater, you're like, ha, ah, that was fun. And then a day later, you're like, I don't remember a thing about that. Thing. No, you said That's the beginning and I already was like, how does it start? It's he's just the past. <laughs> That's right. The past, um, which I think is indicative of the rest of the movie, because I also had a good time. Part of it was the high of the rock. Part of it was just the fact that, like, 
I don't know if there's just a lot of if we had a lot of Snyderverse people behind us. That audience was there for the movie. And I was like, do we have a lot of quiet Black Adam fans that I'm unaware (laughs) of? Or like, what are what's going on here? Um, But look, I mean, on paper, this movie sounds awesome. The Justice Society is here. Pierce Brosnan is playing Dr. Fate. Black Adam is showing up. Conduct. We're getting into some parts of the DC universe that I really like and appreciate. And I think part of where it struggled is that almost from the jump, when we get to Conduct, they're flying these like cyber bikes Mm -hmm. that just looked like they were copy and pasted out of Black Panther. And a part of me was like, I get it. City we don't know about. City that needs protecting. Kondok is not Wakanda. It, it's, no. it's it, to the best of my knowledge, it's never been a technological there's marvel. No, there's no hidden tech, it, there's no hidden minerals yeah. that they have. There are, yeah. So then they almost give it this like watered down Blade Runner vibe, where then we immediately are thrust into the streets of the city and meet a, a kid and his mom, and they're being checked by cops. And oh, you know, anything with wheels is a vehicle, and you're on a skateboard, so I need to stop you. Yeah. And right away, I was like, oh, God, is this going to be a movie that just has, like, dumb dialogue like this that's trying to make what should be a very interesting point, but just, like, kind of miss? And that's, I think, how the entire movie was. Because every time they had me, we would go to another scene. I was like, well, what are we doing here? Why is this? Mm -hmm. Why are we playing this song now? What is (laughs) motivating? Why is Kanye West's power playing and it's no action on the camera. Simply like, because we have the word stronger in it. We're going to just keep re-rotating that. That's the only reason this would play here. And yeah. so I'm like, okay, fine. You got a little Black Panther. You got a little Guardians of the Galaxy. We uh, then, to show that it's connected, throw in Amanda Waller. But instead of getting us a, like a new Suicide Squad, she's talking to Hawkman, a character we haven't met yet at all in this universe so you're immediately like, why does she have a relationship with him? That's that's and, what I was thinking the entire time. Considering we've seen Amanda and Harcourt from Peacemaker, we've seen them both multiple times, and they're just they just know them. And we as an audience are supposed to just accept Hawkman, Doctor Fate, and the entire JSA without really any knowledge. And I'm okay with that sometimes. I'm like, all right, fine, cool. You just want to drop us in media res, and we're ready to go. It's a hard thing here when there's no script. Then I'm like, ah. Now, now I'm harping on everything. Now I'm harping like, why don't I know more about these guys? What, what and, are we doing here? And they would take moments to breathe, but it wouldn't last because we go right back into punch, punch, kick. Yeah, it, and it was never, the moments that we took time to breathe never were about character. They were usually dealing with theme, which I don't yeah. hate, but I'm also like, I got to do both because we go through this, like the Justice Society has existed Dr. Fate's here. He's done Hawkman for however many years. And then we have two new characters, Adam Smasher and Cyclone. And we very quickly are like, there was a previous Adam Smasher and he's got this vintage suit. And Cyclone's the brand new person who's super intelligent and da 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 da. And I was like, okay, but like, give me at least a small scene of the, the original JSA that you're telling me exists and, and why Hawkman now needs to recruit and is also able to recruit so quickly. And specifically these two, because he knows what he's going up against. And in my brain, halfway during the movie, I kept thinking, of like, of all the people, maybe Adam Smasher a little bit because he does get large. Why is Cyclone here? 
Like I, I, I kept sitting there like, why would that be the person you put on this team? And nothing that happened in this film gave me anything, not even an inch of anything. That and they, you know, like oh, they put her, put this team together. Because they put her in the moment with the crown, if I'm getting ahead of myself, where she's like, well, maybe we're reading it wrong. And I was like, oh, she's supposed to be the, the smart Batman-esque the Tony Stark, right. but we haven't needed this at all. And even when no. we go back for Black Adam to explain where his powers are and we're using Egyptian god names instead of Greek god names. And I was like, they're not even taking a moment to be like, this wizard Shazam dips his toe in all these mythologies. Mm -hmm. We're just like, here, we're just going to say some new names instead of, you know, Zeus and Hercules and all these people that we spend all this time building in Shazam. Yeah. Here it's the speed of Shayu and and like it's not Shayu it's, it's something else but I was like okay like do just give me a little bit more because then I felt like that was indicative of that character because it my my favorite thing that I could think of that also I was like all right great play me the hits was this kid meets Black Adam who's meant to be Condoc's savior he gets all excited and Black Adam shows up does this this isn't my home my home no longer exists another interesting thread that we never come back to he speaks flawless english he's in no way surprised by how the times have changed he watches the good the bad and the ugly for just long enough to i guess learn to mimic Ooh, the iconic scene i can do this i can before do this standoff <laughs> yeah, before he like blows up the TV, which I was like, yeah, sure. Back to the Future also did this better. Like we saw a movie, then he puts the plate under him. It gets we've we've done this a thousand they, times. They toy and then decide not to with the whole fish out of water thing. They're like, let's do it for a second. Like, nah, never mind, never mind. Just have him blow up stuff. We're not gonna do that. And then we do this wish.com T2 arc where this kid is like, Black Adam, you need a catchphrase. Black Adam, you need to say it like this. And I was like, what are we doing? John I Connor and the Terminator? Like, I immediately thought of John because I'd watched that. I mean, we all grew up on Terminator 2 and I had to watch it religiously. I was like, oh, is this this is T2. They, they're doing they're doing two, two, T2 things and, right now, guys. And in a way, Black Adam and the Terminator are similar characters in that they're both thrust into a situation and they, in theory, don't have any humanity. They have a mission and a purpose and are now going to learn humanity. And in T2, it's a lot of like, the machine will never hit John. It'll never get drunk. It's the best dad ever. And John's like, you got to do it. Like, say dickwad and now put it together. And he slowly starts to get it. But you still have moments where he shoots the security guard. He's like, we said no killing. He'll live. And it's like he right. still is a Terminator. And Black Adam at first is like, I'm not saying your dumb catchphrase. I'm not getting a new costume. I'm not a hero. And then without the kid even being there is like, tell them the man in black sent you. And I'm like, oh. with a cape. He came in back with a cape. He was ready to go. I was, I was like, like, this kid is on to something. So are you learning from the kid or do you not care? Because right. in the next scene, you start using the catchphrase and then you go back to being like, I don't give a shit about you. The problem is we never take a moment for him to actually have any type of revelation he explains to hawkeye why he can't like what happened to him why he is the way he is how he got there and then he says shazam and he goes back and turns himself in and then the next thing we know is like they call for him to well he's called to action so we never get a moment for him to sort of understand what his role is in this world he's kind of like i am i'm gonna kill i'm gonna do some balance so this time you can point me towards this guy because he's he's worse than i am 
but there's never never really any like what is his level what is his goal even when we end this movie we still don't know it's like is he he's just in this weird anti-hero thing but not yeah we'll we'll get to that cameo because it's exciting but it's also a little like why confusing it's yeah Yeah. it's it's very yeah there's a lot because he hasn't really done anything by that point amanda waller is just like we'll make you a deal don't leave condock and he's like great and then superman just shows up and is like want to fight me and you're like (laughs) hold on he hasn't done anything he says like we should it's weird because he says we should talk but i don't know about what like so you, he has done nothing to go get on your radar yet. Uh, so I don't know why you would want to have a combo other than like, is, is Amanda now in conversation? Well, part of this, because we haven't had another Superman, but is Amanda in conversation with you saying, hey, you need to keep an eye on this area all the time because there's this guy who's as powerful or maybe more powerful than you. Superman, let me just stop down and take a look. Right. I feel I- no one really thought this through enough. They're kind of just like, Rock's real, uh, Dwayne's really fun friends with henry let's get superman on screen all the fans and have been wanting him back sort of all of a sudden it's also a way to sort of piss on wb who's actively not been putting something now everybody's clamoring for it like now you're kind of stuck in between a rock and a hard place uh we might start doing the superman movie now <laughs> yeah it's a very interesting moment and even i was like yeah he's back in the suit he's got the curl in his hair this is he's got great. the curl it's the true blue <laughs> yeah the true blue superman suit I was like, oh, that's pretty awesome. and then pretty a part awesome. of me though was like but i then, love how but... i do love how just on the marketing side of this all of his team all of his people are like oh we're really upset that people are spreading the the final post-credit sequence in the league i'm like guys the Rock is saying it wherever you give him a microphone. He's saying it to yeah. him in this movie. I don't know. I don't know why you're not mad at him. He's the one doing it. Yeah, and you're right. Then we like we finish up his arc, and it's a, it's such a fast arc because we find the crown. The crown gets to a person. We have a speedy reveal that that person is evil. Then he's just dead. And then we find out like, oh, he was going to the underworld to get his power, and now he has it. And while that's happening. Hawkman's made a deal, Dr. Fate seeing the future. And then we're just sort of off to this third act where it is more, it suddenly becomes Dr. Fate's movie. And it suddenly becomes all about this third option, this, oh, it's a shame that it's this or this. I'm giving the third option to my friend. And we get this awesome fight scene with him where he's also doing a Tony Stark, I'm in the Iron Man helmet Mm -hmm. shots talking to black Adam and doing the, like, you gotta get up and we need you and let's go. And I, again, though, was like, you know what? We haven't done enough work with Dr. Fate to, if you don't know the comics, convince me he's not just Dr. Strange. Even Cause we have in, a- in the fight, he does this, the multiple versions of him. And I'm like, ah, uh, if he, we, you and I know this, but like Dr. Fate precedes Dr. Strange in comics. But like, as far as people, the movie going public knows, like Dr. Strange has been doing this for years. Who was this Dr. Strange ripoff? And, and um, it's so much more about the helmet and the possession and what it does to yeah. him. And we kind of say that line once. And I was like, well, he's got to put it on somebody. Like we need to have the like Thor puts the hammer on Loki and walks away. I was like, sh- you got to show us what happens now. I thought he was going to pop it on the demon and that was going to be the like final play. 
I think script wise, they unfortunately backed themselves into a corner because the majority of the first two acts of this film is literally this Hawkman chasing Black Adam. He never lets down. They just fight, 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 fight nonstop. And so at some point, you're kind of like, hey, to get to the final act, we got to put Black Adam on ice for a bit. Like we have to sit him down. We have to depower him at a perform. And the reasons they put him there don't quite make sense. Like putting him into this underground water sequence. I was sitting there the whole time. I was like, that's this is this isn't the end of the film like this is no way this we're not there yet and just to like cool i'm glad we got to see amelia harcourt again but i watched peacemaker for that i don't need to that whole sequence could have been redone to put him have him go find himself somewhere else but it felt like a really easy way like hey script wise i have to sit him down this is what i'm doing all right now we can continue on with the story and i was like this feels unearned and cheap and i feel like there was a different a better way to do that um than what what we got it makes me think of other anti-hero stories because I was like, you know, usually like Deadpool, Venom, we've been doing a lot of them. I, like Loki's even kind of getting there. Yeah. And and Deadpool, I think, is still the best example where we send kind of a mini X-Men team after him. He's on his own journey, but we don't really fight Colossus. They have more of a immediate, hey, we think you would be a really good asset to us. I don't want to join your boy right. band. I have a different way yeah. of doing things than you do. And we just sort of established their points of view on this. It's very like Punisher Daredevil. We have the same goal, mm -hmm. different methods, and therefore we're never going to be able to work together. And this is like, first, he's a villain who's meant to be a savior. and the, But the JSA, that's where I'm like, it should have almost been the Suicide Squad so that I would have like not cared about the people. Because for the first half of the movie, you're like, who is the villain and who's the hero in this? I was sitting there like, who am I rooting? Who am I supposed to be behind in this? Like, otherwise, I'm just watching people punch each other. Because they do a lot, and we'll get into the why the movie is relevant now in a minute, but they do so much interesting, like, see, to them, he's a savior, and mm -hmm. we've been oppressed, and the JSA doesn't come here, and the Hello. JLA doesn't come here, and, like, this is who we have, and, like, that's how we're going to do it. And I was like, great. So this that's needs... Right. This should be way more like fuck colonialism. Right. This guy's going to do it. I love that. That's not your kid. It's not your country. It's not your choice moment. I was like, why aren't we playing in this world mm -hmm. more? Because then that's we just sweet spot. Then we just swing back to Hawkman being like, I'm going to take you in. I know you're not. And I'm like, well, now we're not even now we're just. Now we're just repeating ourselves. He says you and me in the ship to Adam Smasher like three times. I never see them in the ship together. So that's my problem I think I have with this film. The first time the Hawkman and, 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 and Black Adam fight, I'm like, cool. It then happens two more times that I'm just like, all right, guys, we get it. They're, they're, this is, they're the yin and yang of each other. This is going to happen all the time. Can we get to a, a different story? And the story is correct. The, the actual heart, the crux of this is saying, hey, this small town has felt like ignored. No one's paid attention to them. This is the first time you as the JSA have ever shown up here. This guy has done more for us in the last five minutes than you have in the entire time that we've ever existed. So kick rocks. We don't want you here. Yeah. That's it the story. It Stop having them fight over and over and over because <laughs> then a part of me was like they should say that and how how does dr fate or hawkman or any one of them be like they're right respond to that yeah and like and one why does it have been like oh crap yeah and then like yeah. get the actual villain on the table sooner and be like great all of them can now go fight and then we can have the mm -hmm. classic amanda waller moment of like now bring him in guys we got him to right. stop the bad guy. Now bring him in. And then you have your regular and then you have conflict a that, yeah. 
Because they don't have bombs in the back of their head. So unlike the Starro scene in the Suicide Squad where she's about to pop them, Hawkman can just, like, yeah, she can just be like, fuck off. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, yeah, Yeah. it was just, I just kept being like, pick where we're going and stop doing this, like, buffet of everything I've seen. Because even Hawkman's estate looks like the school from Xavier. The 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 plane coming out the ground is out of a basketball court. And it looks just like the blackbird. And I was like, guys, like at least because I, one of our, one of our friends after the movie was like, well, what do you want? Like DC Marvel, very similar. And it's like Norse and Greek mythology. And at first I was like, yeah, I know. I've heard that a lot. And then a part of my brain was like, but it's not, but it's not about that. Because Greek and Norse mythology are actually very different. And there is no Spider-Man. There is no Batman. Doctor Fate's very different from Doctor Strange. Adam Smasher is very different from Ant-Man. Cyclone is a whole new person. Hawkman is a whole new person. So why are we just taking the greatest hits from all these other movies instead of really taking a moment to go, we have The Rock. We have Henry Cavill back in blue. Now let's prove that all of our characters are not just different than the MCU, but have a edge that you're not going to get anywhere mm-hmm. else. Why isn't fate, I don't know, really like fucked up and like really deal. Why aren't we getting into Hawkman's death and rebirth and Hawk girl and this, this myth we show the mace once. And I was like, talk about the metal. Yeah. Talk like- about the metal. Yeah. Why aren't we showing why Cyclone isn't just like, oh, did they try to beat Ironheart out of the gate? Like, is (laughs) that and let her do something besides becoming a CGI mist? I was like, play with like, give these characters moments to show their powers. We've done the Doctor Strange, multiple people and the oath dropping down on them twice. But I know that this guy can do more than this. And I want to see him. I want to I want to watch him fight this demon. It's funny for me that the second I knew that I was like, okay, this is going to be action field, but I don't know if this action is always going to work for me. The second that they did the Days of Future Past slow mo and him just moving stuff, I was like, oh, this might not, this might not be for me. Like, yeah, I, I think I've seen all of this action, and I was like, I, this is fun, cool. I'm going to see Rock throw stuff and blow up stuff, but none of this is new, nor is it doing anything inventive enough with the old the old style technology where i'm like oh that's a different way to look at that that's a different like it's all the same same hat yeah um, we've been in this long enough unfortunately maybe yes because like you said at the beginning he's been doing this for 15 waiting for this for 15 years but we've been we've been doing this for a while now you gotta what what are you doing new to wow us and it's where uh, I'm going to quote a friend who's been on the show, Adam Halavik, who just put on Twitter about people being like, you know, whenever the audience likes and the critics don't, it's a lot of like, it's a fun movie. Just sit down and turn your brain off. And he's like, but this almost embodies Scorsese's point of like, what are we doing here? And the reality is that it should be a fun movie. It can also be a challenging one. And there is nothing wrong with looking at it and going, are we adding anything to the genre? Are we doing anything new or are we, did we really just make a giant movie to just kill two hours of your day? Right. And there's nothing wrong with that by all means go and like do that and live your life. But like, don't get mad when someone's like, yeah, it's not that great of a movie because like it wasn't that great of a movie. It's a top 40 music is great, but sometimes I want something with some meat on the bones. If I use the word mindless, that doesn't, like people take that as like, oh my God, was like, it is mindless fun. You're not going to think about this. This doesn't involve you to like think in any bit, but like, that's not necessarily a negative thing. Like Fashion and Furious, I'm there every, every time those movies come out, they're mindless fun. 
but I'm there. Yeah, they're a great time. Yeah, it's a good time. So like, that's what this is. Um, But sometimes, especially with some, not all of them, but some of the Marvel films, there are moments when those comic things take you to think a little bit and cause you to think a little bit. And that's what I think us would also like from some of the DCEU stuff. Like we just haven't had that from pretty much, I don't think any of the DCEU. Almost any of them. They've all, and it's a shame because I'm like, you know, they have such a strong thesis from like when the new 52 launched of its, and even before it's gods among us. Yeah. And I was like, this is one of the first times to really be like, there's a God protecting this country. Right. This isn't some like thematic, oh, the gods or the supermans are here. And this is a very literal, like, um, and and for a movie that taps in for when I'm like, oh, it's fun and it's mindless and it's a good time. And I had fun watching the movie, but I was frustrated that I kept seeing things out of other movies so vividly um, to the point where the design was the same. But another part of me was like, but you're so close to being a deep movie. They're you're right talking we're talking about slavery and colonialism and 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 nationalism and individualism and what is right versus wrong for different people in different situations. Like yeah. why aren't why aren't we digging in this this universe could be so much more complex than even what we get in the MCU we, we and they just that, won't do it. <laughs> like, we get some of that like I think and they, I think they sort of shied away from it because the numbers didn't hit where they wanted. But Man of Steel, the first two acts of Man of Steel get very heady and start asking questions and start asking you ask that type of stuff. And we haven't subsequently gone that way since then because the numbers weren't where they thought they thought they should be starting off with like avengers numbers and i'm like it's your first time out the bat but i also think a little bit of this for this one might be the rock is a a general audience for quadrant everybody like he's for everybody and it's his production companies behind this they're not every time they get a little bit close to that heavier stuff they do kind of like hey we're got we got kids and audiences in here let's punch punch cake and like slow it down like i won't say dumb it down but fund it up a little bit and let's not have where we we're, we're asking those philosophical questions because these kids got I got to buy toys for these kids. And yeah, that's what happens with with this, unfortunately. And it's yeah, it's a very interesting because then my next question is, and my probably my last one is, I ask myself, does this push forward the DCEU? And the answer is like yes, I guess. But is the studio about to pull the pl- like we're just in, in such a know. weird it's, right? Yeah, Batgirls a in a time. vault. Yeah, uh, the flash is still up in the air, and I'm like, this could, in theory, and everything else is delayed. I think until Shazam two. We got Shazam two coming, which these two films should. I mean, they do because Jermon Hensu's in both, and he's like they they show the wizards and all of that stuff, so that's cool. Uh, but I also don't feel like these two worlds could ever be in the same thing. Like Shazam's so family and comedy, and this is like dark and brooding. I don't even feel like they could ever meet and they i mean they separate a lot in the comics too like yeah. there there's a lot of like they're in different places but yeah I, it's gonna be a very i want it i like i want I the too. mix but it's gonna be a very interesting thing when it happens and it's we're just still in such a weird discovery plus warner brothers what are we doing i don't know what the dceu is from week to week <laughs> yeah, but I will say I was like I don't think it deserves the fifty percent from critics. And I also don't know that it should get the eighties from fans. Like a part of me is like, I don't know, a seventy seems fine. Aquaman, whatever, <laughs> whatever. I think Aquaman had like a sixty-five or something like that. That's where I see this film. I put this and Aquaman almost side by side. Like how I felt about how I left out of Aquaman. Like I'd never watched Aquaman again. But when I was in that theater, I had a damn good time. Yeah. Same way with this. Like I was like I, I had. I was like, oh, this was fun. I'd never need to see this again. But this was fun. 
Yeah, that's kind of, yeah, that's sort of where I'm at with most of them. With that, <laughs> that's where I'm always like, I like the DC movies. I just don't think any of them have had really like lasting. Oh, I've got to go back and do it again. Maybe the Suicide the Squad that and Peacemaker. Had, I said the only ones that have done that for me are the ones that are have done something completely different. They may not be action heavy, but like Birds of Prey and the the Suicide Squad that that uh, the newest one. Those two are the ones that I like. There's a voice. Someone, the director, had a voice for this, and I I kind of dug that voice. The rest of them are kind of like. Uh, and I guess I should be specific. I mean the DCEU because I, I loved the Batman. Yeah, there's plenty of these that I love. I love Birds of Prey. I love the Suicide Squad. I really enjoyed parts of Man of Steel. I really like the first Wonder Woman. There's plenty of ones that I'm like, these are great. And 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 Aquaman and Zack Snyder's Justice League, big fan. Really good. I love it. Yeah, Yeah. like so plenty. There's plenty of stuff, and I think that's why I get frustrated sometimes. I'm like, I'm always just right, always right there. Like, come on, just tighten the screw a little bit more, but. I liked it enough where it give me more of the character, get Superman back in there. I think that's the biggest thing. It's like, I walked out of this, like, even if I don't, I'm not screaming from the rooftops about this movie. I want them to have another bat. Like I want them to do this. And I think DC, DC and WB gets in a real weird spot where if the numbers aren't like gangbusters or doing like those Marvel numbers, they're like, cool, scrap the whole thing. No, let stuff build, let stuff breathe. I think I want to see a stepping stone and let's do this again. Yeah. Let it cook. Let's smell what the rock is cooking. It'll be fine. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Very like it's one. it's yeah. It's just good enough where I'm like, I'm excited for the future. I feel like I'm in phase one Marvel where I'm like, all right, we're there. Exactly. But uh, that is our show. Everybody. Thank you guys so much for listening. We don't have box office numbers because it's earlier in the weekend. You can follow the show at Hollywood ADI. I'm at, as always, Blake. Terrence is at Terrence Tatum. Leave us a review. Follow the YouTube channel for all of Terrence's trailer reactions, uh, show reviews, and everything else. And uh, check out our Marvel Parrot podcast where we do the history of movies along with whatever Marvel show is out at the moment. And we will see everybody next time, which I think is Wakanda forever. It is.